Hey there, folks. Welcome to yet another episode of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. So happy you could join us. Uh, my name is Stephen Craig. I am the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less, and we come to you each and every Thursday. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, let's hop right into it. Uh, this week... Um, this week, we are focused on uh, an article I wrote uh, called The Literal Road to Nowhere. Uh, and if you happen to live in Colorado, uh, you'll get what I'm talking about on this one. Um, <laughs> this week's article uh, was inspired by the fact of driving up to and fro on I-70. Uh, and a while back, they built a uh, express lane that was a toll lane um, that is perpetually not open <laughs> it's uh occasionally it has uh actually been open a little bit more recently um but uh even i've gone up uh i was going up a while back on a friday with my kids toll lane closed unusable um which really makes you wonder what the hell are we doing and i listen i am usually all in favor of paying my taxes and uh and getting out of it what uh what in fact is, um, you know, what what the benefits that we get from paying our tax dollars? Uh, but sometimes government's stupid, and so I bring you this week's column, the literal road to nowhere. I've said this before, but y'all need to stop moving here, like seriously. As the fastest growing state for the better part of a decade that doesn't allow legalized prostitution, i.e., Nevada. Our infrastructure was never intended to accommodate this many people. The I-70 corridor that links Metro Denver to the ski slopes and rec pass of Summit County where I now live becomes a virtual parking lot each and every weekend with folks heading up out of their houses at ungodly hours of the morning trying to beat the traffic only to find themselves in an absolute standstill halfway up Floyd Hill. It's unbearable. Even though I moved back up to Summit County from Denver, largely to avoid that shit show, I find myself a part of it every other weekend as I drive down to Denver and back on Fridays to get my kids and then back down on Sundays to drop them off. So when the Colorado Department of Transportation announced several years back that they would be undergoing a lengthy and exhaustive construction project to add a toll lane in each direction, I, like many others, bit the bullet of the remarkable inconvenience such a project would mean in the near term had lauded the opportunity to avail ourselves of what was already a much-needed stopgap solution. Many of us rejoiced about a year ago when that project finally wrapped up as it signaled the culmination of years of frustration and time spent idling away on a highway. But here we are, nearly a year later, and I have just one piece of advice for the hardly beloved CDOT, Colorado Department of Transportation. The extra toll lane would work much better if it were actually open. I drive to and from Denver far more frequently than I choose to recall, but damn if that highly touted express lane is ever actually open, even during the times with the highest congestion. The other day as the kids and I were stuck in the usual predictable Friday afternoon traffic trying to get up to the mountains, I looked over to my left to see a vast open stretch of road going to absolutely no good use whatsoever. Why the hell did we spend all that time and money building a toll express lane if it's not even open and available on Friday and Sunday afternoons when everyone knows that traffic is just plain ridiculous? 
I thought to myself as I sat at a dead standstill in the midst of I-70. Not only does this serve to frustrate drivers, it damages the environment through more idling cars and reduces the state coffers by relinquishing an otherwise easy revenue stream. After all, isn't that how CDOT suggested they were going to pay for the project in the first place? Using the tolls collected to offset the upfront expenditures related to the construction of the express lane? Haha. <laughs> but I guess in the end, they just would have used that toll money to build yet another road to nowhere. Now, I am hardly a conspiracy theorist, but something about the absolutely absurdist nature of this indecipherable paradox resembles the existential futility of a Samuel Beckett play. It genuinely makes me wonder if the government is intentionally trying to sow discord and rancor in our society by ramping up the already pervasive frustration most Americans have been experiencing over the past couple years. In fact, what if all of it, the supply chain issues, the worker shortages, the government inefficiencies, the bloated bureaucracy, what if all of it is no more than a diabolical government subterfuge intended to bring about the dreaded civil war that a majority of Americans now believe is inevitable. Oh, <laughs> who am I kidding? Our government is far too disorganized and incompetent to ever pull off a contrivance that entailed. For present purposes, I will set aside how that very notion alone should be taken as proof positive that all those government conspiracy theories regarding COVID and other latent government cover-ups government cover circulating out there on social media are nothing more than harebrained lunacy. And stick to the underlying point here, that our government has become outrageously incapable of doing anything. Mired in layers of bureaucracy and inefficiency so thick that truly nothing ever gets done, we have lost our ability to use government as a vital instrument of getting anything done or built on a wide-scale basis. And that, my friends, is a huge fucking problem. We used to be able to build things in this country. Not so much anymore. 99% of the 42,800 miles of the Dwight D. Eisenhower National System of Interstate Highways was constructed over a two-decade period following the creation of the U.S. Department of Transportation in 1966. Now we can barely get an infrastructure bill passed to keep the damn things up and running. Think of how much of this country was designed, constructed, and implemented under FDR's New Deal programs in the 1930s. Bright and ambitious, we used strategic and informed leadership to transform our nation into a cultural landscape replete with many of the first world conveniences we have all come to take for granted. The Civilian Conservation Corps bored out tunnels, laid down pavement, and designed bridges that we still use today. Shoot! They built Red Rock's amphitheater in five years from 1936 to 1941. These days, it takes that long to build a simple express lane 13 miles long. Part of that problem is that we simply have too many cooks in the kitchen, too many mouths to feed in the increasingly greedy and corrupt construction business where too many pockets need to be lined just to get a project off the ground. Each involved party feels the need to put their own personalized stamp on a project and thus needlessly dilute the original intent of the work. But part of it, too, comes, back, comes from our lack of ambition and willpower. We've grown lazy and inefficient, usually the first signs that foreshadow the impending fall of the empire. And so we keep barreling down the road, 
A road leading to absolutely nowhere. But hey, at least we're enjoying the ride. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed this ride. I uh, I always appreciate getting a chance to talk with you each and every Thursday. You know what's coming next. At least John Mayer knows what's coming next. Me saying a big hearty thank you to all of you for uh, tuning in each week. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Appreciate y'all. My name's Stephen Craig. I am the truth and, and the truth. <laughs> I'm the host and author of uh, Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Um, we come to you each and every Thursday. You can check us out online, www.waitingfortoday.com. You can check us out on Medium. Or uh, or you can just check it out and listen to this podcast each week. Any way you do it, we appreciate y'all. Have a great Thursday. Peace out, y'all. Change in the weather Ain't no change